Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Sons cannot live in the shame of their secrets, the deceptions of their deals, and the vows of their youth. Take a listen to today's episode as we have this conversation, because it's time to move forward with the Father, but we must allow Him to deal with our secrets, our deals, and our vows. I pray that you will share this with others, that you will give Tent Talk Podcast a five-star rating and a review so that you can help us to get the message out, help more people to find this podcast so that God can begin to release freedom and life at new levels into his people. Thank you so much for being here with me on Tent Talk. Until next time. Hey, everybody. It's so good to be with you for this fresh episode of Tent Talk, the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries. I am coming to you from a new city, still in Germany, but in a new city, traveled here a couple of days ago, I have gotten settled into my hotel here in Bad Salzuflen, and that is the name of a very spectacular city uh, that they have booked me into here in Germany, and I'm here for the next few days being able to work and meet with people and strategize and do Zoom meetings in the States, many, many things that I'm able to get done over these days before we head back into Poland on Thursday and then Friday through Sunday, I'm going to have the privilege to be a part of a gathering of saints in Legnica, Poland. There will be people from Austria, Germany, Poland, the U.S., from Ukraine, from Holland. Uh, That's just those on the core um, team uh, that's uh, part of uh, those who will speak and share, things like that. So these are great days to be in. But here is something God spoke to me. I mean, I've he's told me these things. He's had to work these things in me. But he put it in this order while I was just recently at uh, the German School of the Seventy. It's secrets, deals, and vows. And these are the things that will hinder sons from being able to move forward with him. So let me jump right in and say, secrets. While I am ministering to people, I... Uh, and lately been hearing this word secrets, secrets. So people are very sincere. They are responding to the Lord. They begin to see more clearly than ever before. They're hearing his voice and it's like they begin to move with him and they're going forward. And then all of a sudden, as though one of their legs is tied to a stake on a very thick chain, it jerks them back and they begin to hear accusations and they begin to hear things like, uh, you remember what you did, don't you? And if anybody else knew about that, they would, they would not even want to be with you. There would be no destiny for you. You remember what you did and you get back here and live in a lesser life, in a lower uh, plan, and don't ever think that you're going to actually really move forward. So what God began to reveal to me is that there are secrets that people are living with, and they've tried to suppress them, repress them, which of course depresses them. It's oppressed them. There's a press, a press, 
right, from these things. And they've tried many, many ways. Maybe it's you. You've tried many, many ways to deal with the secrets of your life. Maybe it's something that you did when you were a child, a teenager, a young adult. Maybe it's been uh, as a full-grown adult. You've done things or things have happened to you. And there's always a voice of accusation. There's always um, something that begins to trip you up and causes you to shrink back. Secrets can cause us to shrink back. And the pride of it is, of course, that this thinking that exalts itself above the knowledge of God says that somehow the blood of Jesus, the work of Jesus, um, is not able to deal with that. The worst part is when we think that the accusing voice is God's. The worst is when we think the very one who paid for it all would be the same one who would condemn us. The scripture is very clear in Romans 8. He who <laughs> didn't even spare himself, he's not the one condemning you. He knows all has been paid for. And again, I'm not talking about a, a cheap and shallow grace, a cheap covering for sin. We're talking about allowing Holy Spirit to plunge the blood of Jesus, to plunge the cross and its powerful work into the deepest, most innermost parts of your life. Now, I'm not saying that you need to run to the first person you see and tell all your secrets. My friends, please be careful who you reveal uh, your secrets to and who you confess your sin to. It must be someone who themselves has allowed the deep plunging work of the cross, the piercing work of Holy Spirit applying the blood of Jesus to your conscience, right? So that they understand and won't apply a cheap grace, nor will they come with the full fury of the law upon you. It is those who have been dealt with so powerfully by him who are able to be skilled craftsmen and to release that work. And I just want to follow God's leading today and to um, just bring this to the surface and bring it to the light. And I want to share with you a scripture, Psalm uh, 71, verse um, 7, that for many years before I wrote my book and revealed my own sin of adultery in the most perverted way, uh, and the, the depth of dealings that God had to bring me to, in years after that, um, as I walked in more and more of his freedom to me, not self-inflicted freedom, not a shallow freedom, a true freedom, he would bring this verse to my mind, and it would just deal with me so deeply in the best way possible. Psalm 71.7 in the Message Bible says, many gasp in alarm when they see me, but you take me in stride. Wow. <laughs> As God prepared me over years of the potential of my sharing uh, the specifics of uh, my sin, of my acts of total infidelity towards the Lord and, and the deceptions and just all of that way that flesh and sin and hell work together, 
right, with our full cooperation, when we live in secrets, when we try to cover it, when we try to deal with it. Um, and when he would say this to me, he would say, he never promised me that, that people wouldn't gasp in alarm. He never tried to tell me something that wasn't true. He just said, as as David was speaking here, I, I believe it's David in this psalm, uh, says, many gasp in alarm when they see me, but you, you, God, take me in stride. And that means that when the Lord looks at you and you have allowed God to apply the full deliverance, the full salvation, the full and absolute resurrection power of the cross in your life, the cutting and sifting of Holy Spirit in your life, where you've been brought into massive agreement with the Father. It's like he's saying, now look, others when they look at you may gasp in alarm, but you keep looking at me because I don't trip when I look at you. I don't stumble when I look at you. Right? And when David says this, he says, but you, God, you take me in stride. And God, my friends, is not freaked out at your secrets. He is not freaked at your secrets. He knows, and he has a very specific way of dealing with them. And if the sons are going to run their race, if there's going to be a symphony of sons where we let out a sound such as the heathen world has never heard, the only one who can deal with us, our secrets, and everything else is Holy Spirit, is Jesus and the Father. And when you sit at the table that they've set for you in the presence of your enemies, my friends, let me tell you something. You're going to be able to walk, run, sit, stand. You're going to be able to lay down. You're going to be able to leap tall buildings in a single bound in the Spirit, right? And nobody else may see it but you and God. But there's not going to be any hindrance to you inwardly. And this is not some overnight sensational thing that takes place. This is a very powerful work of God, and this is a major part of the work that he is, you know, working through through me, through Nancy McCready Ministries and those whom we are having the privilege of walking with them. Because when God says he can take you in stride, he will then also cause you to be able to walk with others and not gasp at alarm at what they tell you, and you'll be able to walk with them in stride. And they will learn a breed of fellowship that the body of Christ is in desperate, desperate need of. A breed of fellowship that is truly in the light, that it is truly clean, that it is full of power and invigorating devotion to the Father and a strong fellowship amongst the brethren. <laughs> Only they can produce what they have written down and what they have promised. They produce that. So there you have it on secrets. Now that's not an all-inclusive. That is enough, I pray, that for those of you that are out there with your head hanging down, right, I want you to have a proper grief. The word says, 2 Corinthians 7, 9, and 10 in the Amplified Classic, says there is a grief that God means for us to feel. It is a grief that comes from the repentance that he grants to us. And it says then when we allow him, we permit him to direct our pain, it will lead to deliverance, salvation, and with it, no regret. Oh, my friends, we need God to be in charge of our pain management, not us. So here we go. 
The second one is deals. If you think in the past you've made some kind of deal with God, my friends, God doesn't make deals. He doesn't cut deals. He cuts covenant. And in the past, in years past, you may have said, God, if you get me out of this jam, you know, I'll serve you all my days. Uh, God, if you heal my child, I'll preach the gospel wherever you send me. God doesn't make deals. And so all deals are off because God has cut a covenant in the very back of Jesus, in the body and blood of Jesus. He has cut a covenant, a new and fresh way with us, his sons. And that is the only thing, right, that we are to operate in is what he has finished, what he has imparted to us. And so if you're growing tired of the deals that you made and they no longer motivate you and they're not good, good, because their expiration date has come and God really never entered into that with you. He either wrote a word over you before the foundations of the world, my friends, or he didn't. And that's the word that he's working. That's plan A that he's working. So deals, my friends, God doesn't live in deals. It's a new covenant and he's cut it in the body and blood of Jesus. And we need to step forward and quit trying to serve him out of an old gratitude, out of an old deal, out of some kind of arrangement that we thought. And, you know, because here soon I'm going to be doing something on the difference between our calling, our gifting and our assignments. My friends, you're not your calling isn't to finally yield to God because he wants you to preach. Your calling is to him. Okay, I went off on a. Okay, that's another podcast. It's another YouTube. Okay, but listen to me. No deals. Secrets are about to be dealt their death blow by the blood of Jesus. And the enemy is not going to have any accusation against you, nor your own conscience against you, because I assure you, God is not the one accusing you or trying to hold you back. So secrets being dealt with, deals being dealt with, and vows the vows of our youth, things that we said when we were young that many times we don't remember, but I guarantee you doors we opened through our own flesh and our own ways of saying, I'll never let anybody hurt me again. I'll never, ever, ever be humiliated like that again. I'll never be poor again. Uh, You know, my children will want for nothing, right? Which is you saying, I'm going to love them the way I wish I had been loved. And the cycles and the patterns go on and on. So the vows of our youth, the sons of God cannot live in the vows of their youth, where our very vows have allowed the enemy, our vows of flesh, where flesh came to protect us and to guard us and to be our comfort. Then the demonic gets in usually in a very hidden way. And those strongholds and fortresses are there And the enemy is able to launch attacks and to keep us isolated, right? And, and withdrawn and hard, a hard shell. But God says those vows must be broken, right? We brought those things on board in whatever circumstances we found ourselves in that, you know, maybe things were being done to us. And because we could not handle it, and we were overwhelmed, we began to hunker down in those vows. We, we began to, to, to declare, I will not live like this anymore. No one will ever hurt me, right? Um, and whatever those vows may be, they began to bring a strong fortress around us. And we may have taken a lot of pride in those things, 
But, oh, my friends, the sons of God in this hour cannot live like this. So I pray that this brief encouragement today on this episode of Secrets, Deals, and Vows will encourage you to step into the light with the Father and understand He knew everything before the foundations of the world. And before the foundations of the world, before the devil, before sin, before the fall, before all your foolishness, before all your trauma, your rejections, your divorces, your successes, right? Before everything, he wrote a word over you. He called you to himself in Christ. He knew everything, my friends. He knew everything. And he chose you out in Christ. Let that speak to you today. Let it pierce through everything and step into that light with him and let Holy Spirit lead you to the Father. Take your seat at that table that they have made for you. The seat literally bought with the covenant with Jesus. Jesus provides you a place at the Father's table. And there they will teach you, my friends, Uh, in the presence of your enemies, not in the absence of your enemies, in the presence of your enemies. And no one can raise sons like them. (laughs) It's staggering what they're able to do. But we must turn to them and simply allow them to love us and to tend to us. So, uh, so much to say. But I just wanted to share these with you because he's pressing this upon me. And I know it means in my own life, there may be things he's getting ready to point out to me. Uh, those that are coming to me, talking with me, my friends, we're, we're discipling nations. Why? Because there are sons in those nations that God has given jurisdiction to, and he's getting them ready. He's dealing with them as with sons, and they are going to become massive open doors inside those nations. God has a plan, my friends, and it is breaking open. And I'm glad we're in all of this together. So I love you all, and we will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.